The Network Live. News, insights, and stories right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Don't miss this opportunity to hear world news, insights, and stories from guests around the world. The Network Live is your pathway to connecting people and ministries. Stay tuned for the Network Live News Minute. Today is November 5th, and this is your Network Live News Minute. U.S. Navy F-A-18 fighter jets were dispatched from the aircraft carrier USS Ronald Reagan and escorted two Russian Tu-95 bombers that were approaching the ship on Sunday, according to two U.S. defense officials. U.S. President Donald Trump's national security advisor says North Korea could be returned to the list of countries the U.S. believes sponsor terrorism as part of Trump's strategy to counter the North's growing nuclear threat. Former Democratic National Committee Chairwoman Donna Brazile says President Obama decimated the party's finances to win re-election in 2012 and that Hillary Clinton's campaign took control of the DNC long before she defeated Senator Bernie Sanders for the party's presidential nomination last year. And House Republicans' long-awaited tax overhaul bill will keep the top individual rate at 39.6% for high-income earners and will immediately and permanently cut the corporate rate to 20%. This has been your Network Live News Minute. I'm Lynn Ferris reporting. Today on the Network Live, we'll be visiting with author and speaker Peggy Joyce Ruth. Peggy Joyce Ruth is a teacher in the body of Christ and operates in the motivational gift of encouragement, challenging people to move into a deeper understanding of the Word of God. She has authored multiple books, including her popular Psalm 91 book. The Psalm 91 book has had over 5.5 million copies donated to the military, first responders, prisons, and deep-need areas. Peggy has appeared on numerous television programs, including The Sid Roth Show at Supernatural, God's Learning Channel, and the Trinity Broadcasting Network. She is a popular conference speaker because of her warm storytelling technique, her pleasing sense of humor, and her easy-to-understand style of communicating the Word of God. Find out more about Peggy today on the Network Live. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Network Live. I'm your host, Debbie Rule. Thank you for being with us today. Today on the Network Live, we'll be visiting with author and speaker Peggy Joyce Ruth. Peggy is the author of multiple books, including her popular book, Psalm 91 and Psalm 91 for the Military. Good morning, Peggy. It's so nice to have you be a part of the Network Live this morning. I know you've been on our program before, but we're excited to hear more about uh, your ministry and especially your book, Psalm 91. I know that you really want to share some testimonies on that today. Veterans Day is this week. This is a great opportunity for you to be able to even pick up that book. Yes. I'm so excited to be with you today. Thank Thank you. Thank Thank you, you, Peggy. We did a book, God's Umbrella of Protection just mm-hmm. a regular Psalm 91 book. Mm-hmm. But we also came back and did a military, and that was mm-hmm. so much fun to interview all of these military guys and, and hear their stories of how they used Psalm 91. Yes. I was shocked at how many of our young soldiers and the older soldiers 
they had Psalm 91. Someone had planted yes. it in them. Yes. And it saved lives. Yes. You know, sometimes we're shocked. We, we haven't heard those stories many times mm-hmm. of how many mm-hmm. lives were saved from people that just stood on that promise from God. Yes. Love that. Yes, I love that too. And, you know, the Lord equips us and gives us what we need in the times that we need them. Absolutely. And that is certainly the time that they need Psalm 91. Well, go ahead and share a little bit from the book. I have a, uh, the book, the the military book is just filled with testimonies. Mm -hmm. But I had a couple that I was hoping to be able to share. Yes. There was a Harold Barkley. Uh, He was from Brownwood, so a lot of people would know him. He was in World War II. Uh, He was under General Patton in uh, General Patton's 320th Infantry. Mm -hmm. And uh, he never expected to return home. He told his wife, he said, uh, when I go to war, we... And that'll be the end, you know. Mm-hmm. And and uh, they had a, a small child, and um, so he went with a lot of sadness. And mm-hmm. she knew he wasn't coming home. She said that she had exactly the same fears. And uh, in fact, once a Western Union truck, the the Western Union would come and bring the um, you know the sad news when yes. when someone had been uh, killed in war. And um, so they came to her door by mistake, and she mm-hmm. said that she grabbed hold of the door to hang on because she knew mm. she was going to faint and it was a mistake they'd gone to the wrong house mm-hmm. but he was in the battle of the bulge and they were cut off from the uh rest of the the other infantries that were around and uh, uh he said it, it was just a real scary time but something happened i was so sorry he had already passed on i interviewed his wife and i interviewed his daughter Oh. I wanted so badly to have been able to interview him yes. to say, how did you find out about Psalm 91? Yes. Because he wrote home and he said, you don't have to worry about me anymore. I will be home. He said, God gave me Psalm 91. So I would mm-hmm. love to know if he gave it to him just uh, secretly in his, yes. in his yes. prayer time or if there was maybe some maybe one of his friends who shared it with him yes. but he said after he got Psalm 91 he said I knew it was coming home he said I don't have to didn't have to worry about it after that yes. and um uh, because he was so sure they needed people to go to the front lines to bring back the wounded because mm-hmm. after the battle of the bulge there were so mm-hmm. many wounded mm-hmm. and he would go to the front lines time after time after time and uh, bring them because he just kept volunteering because he said I knew I was coming home he yes. said I knew I didn't have yes. anything to worry God's about promise. and uh, he definitely got Psalm 91 down in his spirit this is what I want for people not just to read Psalm 91 mm-hmm. uh, not even just to read the book and say oh that's a nice promise but we've got to take it and 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 really believe it. This is God's promise to yes, us. Yes. You know. And he said, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High yes. will abide under the shadow. And and we have to come to a place where every day uh it, it becomes new again. Yes. God, I thank you. This is your promise to me, you know. Yes. And we take it personally. Uh, I try to go outside every morning and I walk and I confess Psalm ninety one, my mm-hmm. prayer of uh uh, of confidence back mm-hmm. to the Lord in a prayer of thanksgiving, you know, yes. just telling him yes. how much I appreciate that because I was under so much fear. And, uh, the first years of, uh, actually of my married life, I was so mm-hmm. frightened that something was going to happen to my husband or our children. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, when God gave me Psalm 91, I mean, it just lifted, just Peace. lifted all of that. 
peace, peace comes came. to you. Yes, the peace of the Lord. Absolutely. Which is like no other peace you can experience. Oh. The peace of God is something that we all long oh, yes. to to experience, but only God can give us that peace that surpasses all understanding. And so, um, what an encouragement! What oh, an yes. encouragement! I used to quote that all the time. Peace that passes human understanding, yes. and it does. Yes. We we absolutely yes. cannot understand this kind of peace with our human understanding. Yes. But if a person has ever experienced this kind of peace, and all we have to do is just say, "Lord, I I need your peace." Yes. And He gives it so generously. Yes. But that's what Harold Barclay discovered some way when mm-hmm. he was uh, mm-hmm. there on the battlefront, and. Uh, uh, he said he knew he was coming home. Well, when he got home, he received this. Uh, I've forgotten exactly what the medal was that he received, but he received this special medal. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he said, I don't. Des-, it was a medal for bravery. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't deserve this because he said it didn't take any kind of bravery. He said, I knew I was coming home. I had Psalm mm-hmm. 91. He was mm-hmm. so confident. Amen. I loved it. Yes. I loved that. Yes. But. Um, uh, it was some kind of a star. His his daughter said that it's so special to her. But she said, if she had known what she knows now, mm. she said, I would have asked my dad a thousand questions. You know. Yes. Yes. And um, uh, you know, I'm sorry she didn't. I would love to put more in my story. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, just the way you've described it, I just, and I don't know, like you don't know how he came across Psalm 91. But it seems like to me God must have had a visitation to him or must have spoken to him so intimately that he knew without the shadow of a doubt that he would be going home. He knew in his knower. You know, sometimes we just have to know in our knower. And to me, that is when God has an intimate moment with you. You just know. And I bet he had an intimate moment with he him. He had to because it it was more than just reading the psalm and saying, yes. oh, that's a nice promise. Yes. He literally took that psalm, that promise, and he, he took it inside of him. Yes. And uh, I can remember I did that. I was in so much fear in those early years. Mm-hmm. And uh, when God gave me Psalm 91, he gave it to me in a dream. Mm-hmm. And when he gave me Psalm 91, I literally just took it in. I mean, it yes. just... I, I felt it go inside of me, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it makes all the difference in the world. And that's what I, when I teach Psalm 91, I try so hard to get people to realize, don't just read it, you know, mm-hmm. take it and just literally absorb it, you yes. know, realize it is a promise from the God of the universe. That's right. That's well, wonderful. the Word of God is living. Absolutely. And when we take that in our spirit, it is alive in us, and that is the difference between just our mind our knowledge in our in our head and it being in our heart and in our spirit and so that's i think what you're talking about i don't know if god ever really takes away our fears and our anxieties those are our emotions but that peace that comes in overrides those emotions and allows us to be able to move through them so that we can do what he's called us to do and so i just i am just learning more and more and more about that promise that we're talking about how much God loves us and so wants to protect us and keep us safe. And he has promised that in his word. But you're right about uh, fear is usually the first thing the enemy sees to it, that the fear comes and hits us when when we're facing something unpleasant. And um, 
that's when we have to stop right then, and we've got a choice. We're either going to just move on into the fear and the fear thoughts and all the ima- vain imaginations, or we're going to stop and we're going to say, no, that's right. I choose to believe what you've promised me, Lord. But, and everybody faces that, no matter mm-hmm. how many times you face the different situation. Right. Everybody stops, and at one point they're either going to go with the fear mm-hmm. or they're going to go with the promise. That's right. And if we train ourselves, and, and we have to train ourselves. Yes. It's something that we learn to do. Yes. Uh, where we train ourselves and we say, no, you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going with God. That's right. I'm going with with the promise. That's and right. sometimes it takes saying it a few minutes to get the fear off mm-hmm. because Satan sees to it that we all have that fear come against us. Yes. And um, uh, and, and it's so easy to slip into the fear and fall there. Mm-hmm. He's orchestrating events in our life to help us to be overcome by fear. But yes. God brings his living word and his spirit to keep us from moving through fear, but overcoming fear. Absolutely. And so what I hear you saying is that when we make that choice not to walk in a fear or an anxiety, but we choose the promise and the word of God that's living inside of us and the spirit of God, then we can overcome. Absolutely. And we're overcomers. Yes. I, I, I hear you talk a little bit about your marriage when you were first in the fears. And I think who doesn't get married and have small children that doesn't see some kind of fear every once in a while of, oh. Lord, what is going on here? And I, I got trapped in, in it. I mean, I allowed myself to be trapped in it. I had gone to, uh, to share the gospel mm-hmm. and I, I was new at it. I didn't really know how to do it. I didn't know my scriptures well enough. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was a little Buddhist girl, and mm-hmm. um, uh, I didn't I didn't know when she came at me with with things that she was trying to put across to me. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have my scriptures down. I didn't have the mm-hmm. answers, and so instead, it's not that I turned from God. It's that I just got overwhelmed by the mm-hmm. fears that came yes. in with what she said, and yes. whoa, I swallowed them. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, what brought me out of it. Uh, later was when God gave me Psalm 91 in a dream, and and the, I started walking out of it. You know, and mm-hmm. God is so faithful. He is so faithful. He is so faithful. Can you share a little bit of that dream? He came to you in the dream, and he gave you Psalm 91. I had been in so much much torment and just terrified over something happening to one of my children, something mm-hmm. happening to my husband, mm-hmm. and it had come to the place where it wasn't just a normal fear. Mm-hmm. My husband had started taking me to a psychiatrist, and and um, somehow I knew down inside of myself that was not the answer, mm-hmm. but I didn't have an answer, Right. and I just was, I went out to the clothesline one night, and I was just crying out to God, and I just said, God, I, I believe you're there, but mm-hmm. I can't find you, I can't... I, and, and nothing's real to me anymore except these fears, and I'm mm-hmm. just engulfed in fears. I don't know how to get there, but I'm asking you to find me and bring me back. I can't get to you. And I didn't realize at the time that from that moment, God started working mm-hmm. on you know my request. Yes. And um, one night I went to sleep. Uh, actually, we were headed for uh, my husband was in Pepsi at the time. He mm-hmm. we had a Pepsi. Uh, business, mm-hmm. and uh, we were going to a convention, mm-hmm. and he wasn't even leaving me by myself uh, during the daytime because I, I was in so much torment. Mm-hmm. And so he would leave the meeting and come up 
to the room to check on me. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the days, I lay down across the bed and just went to sleep. I was asleep maybe five minutes. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, Lord, just if you're there, you know, just mm-hmm. speak to me. Yes. And so in the dream, I was standing outside and I was looking up into the heavens, had my hands uplifted, and I was saying, God, if you're there, you know, uh, minister to me, you know, yes. uh, l- let me know. And um, all of a sudden, God out of heaven quoted a part of Psalm 91. Now, I had never read Psalm 91 mm-hmm. before. I didn't know mm-hmm. my Bible that mm-hmm. well. And he quoted a scripture out of Psalm 91. Now, I didn't know that. Right. But uh, he said, in your day of trouble, call on me and I will answer. But when I heard that, it was like something exploded on the inside of me. Mm-hmm. I can remember in that dream, there was so much joy that I thought I was, mm. I, I just, I thought I, I, I really literally, literally thought I was going to explode. And, um, so I started just praising God for that. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the field, I was outside, and the field started filling up with people. Mm-hmm. And I looked around, and there were people all around me. And all of a sudden, we were all praising God and thanking him for this answer. Yes. I didn't know exactly what the answer was, yes. but I knew yes. I had gotten the answer. Yes. And as far as I could see, and I turned around, I looked in every direction. As far as I could see, people were joining and mm-hmm. later, I was able to realize it was because after the Psalm 91 ministry started, people did start yes, joining. Yes, yes, yes. That <laughs> was a prophetic time, dream of your of your time coming. Yes. yes. And um, so anyway, about that time, I woke up, and I knew that I had the answer. I didn't know what the answer was. <laughs> yes. But I knew I had the answer. And um, uh, I, I thought it was so interesting how... God got me to Psalm 91, and there it was in, yes. in the very words that he had spoken to me in that dream. Yes. And so, oh, my, then, uh, and I took, uh, I hadn't been functioning very well anyway, so I took off the next, oh, probably four or five months. Mm-hmm. And every day, all I did all day long was just take every word out of that psalm, and I would look it up in every Bible, every mm-hmm. different translation. Mm-hmm. I looked it up in the Strong's Concordance. Mm-hmm. I looked up mm-hmm. every word mm-hmm. and just literally absorbed Psalm 91. Yes. And um, uh, oh, I, I just, I get so excited when I think about the fact that we have a God that loves us so much that yes. when we cry out to him and we really mean it, yes. you know, yes. and we decide not to go the world's way, not to, yes. you know, just listen to Every voice that comes along, but we mm-hmm. say, God, I want to hear from you. I have yes. to have a voice, yes. your voice. Yes. And um, then he comes and and gives us exactly what we need. Yes. And it changed my life. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I've never been the same. Well, it sounds like that you weren't just overcome by fear, but you had a spirit of fear. Oh, that it was, was in a you spirit. that was operating in all yes. areas of your life. Absolutely. And keeping you in shackles and chains and yes. bondage that you could not do what God was calling you to do or be a wife or a mother or any of those things Absolutely. that you needed to do. And so, so many times we don't realize that. Um, it's not just a normal emotion or a feeling that we're going through, that we really have a spiritual root in us that needs to be delivered taken and taken out. And God's word, when we take that out and we replace it with God's word, then we see those things grow in our life. Rather, that spirit is gone now. So that was another scripture that God gave me. Uh, 
God has not given you a spirit of fear, yes. but power, love, and a sound mind. Now, yes. I was saying that, Lord, you have not given me a spirit of fear, but I wasn't thinking about the fact that it was really a spirit of right. fear. Right, right. That's right. <laughs> and uh, I went through deliverance, and mm-hmm. so there was a process to get me back, Yes, but it started with Psalm 91. Your process, and that's your testimony, and we see now how you can encourage others through that because fear is a real thing, and there are a lot of people that deal with it, and especially today, I think we have so many things that are happening in our world today. You turn on the news, and you become fearful, and you look around, and you see things that are happening. My goodness, you don't even want to send your children to school because you don't know what's going to happen there. There's just fear everywhere that is staring us in the face, but God has the answer and he has a promise for us. Absolutely. And I hear that's what you're saying is that when we rely on him and we put that promise in our spirit and let it go deep down in and we dwell in that, then God does miracles in our oh, life, doesn't he? Absolutely. Uh, I have a, a story, a funny story to tell. Uh, we had a tornado that Actually, you could see it. It was headed for our house. You could mm-hmm. see the tornado. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, uh, we heard on the news the um, uh, some of the, the guys that were uh, at the foot of the hill, and mm-hmm. they were actually broadcasting back to the station. Mm-hmm. And um, so Jack told the kids, get out of bed, get your Bibles. Mm-hmm. And he took us outside and he, he said, okay, now you speak to that storm. And yes. we were out there speaking to the storm, you know, quoting Psalm 91. And in a minute, he got a piece. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, we all went back in the house. And as we went back in the house, we heard the on-location reporter saying, this is nothing but a miracle. And he used the word miracle. Yes. He said that tornado just zipped right back up in the clouds, and it was headed straight for us. And uh, so anyway, of course, we were rejoicing. We were clapping. Mm-hmm. Well, Angie was in her first year in Howard Payne. And so yes. she went to class the next day a little early, and the professor was standing there, and he was asking the different students, you know, well, what were you doing during the storm? And a couple of them had found a storm cellar, and uh, mm-hmm. some of them in their rooms had gone up into the um, shower. They had pulled their mattresses yes. over them, yes. and they were telling how they had protected themselves. Mm-hmm. And Angie was saying, oh, Lord, don't let him ask me. <laughs> and so anyway, he gets around to Angie, and he said, Angela, what were you doing? And she yes. said, well, my dad had us outside quoting Psalm 91 directly to the yes, storm. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And what was so funny, the professor didn't say a word. He just says, okay, pick up your uh, your books and turn to page so-and-so and let's go on with our lesson. He didn't have a response to that one. He didn't have the answer. <laughs> we laughed about that so many times. I love that story. I love that your husband said, get up, get out of bed, and get your Bible. Yeah, right. You know, get up, get out, and get your sword. We're going to battle. And, you know, that's exactly what you did. It's exactly what you did, and that's what we have to do every day. We have to get up, get out of bed, grab our sword, and be ready for the battle. Absolutely. And God has great things for us if we'll just speak straight to it. And I uh, just think that that is just so great because what a testimony to your children. Yes. When they see God move like that. You know, it increases our faith when we experience God. Yes. And what wonderful experiences your children have had by seeing God move and work. Yes. And and that just increases their faith. I mean, I think as parents, we need to see, we need to include our children. Instead of you and your husband running out and speaking to that storm, yes. you got your kids out and said, come on, Let's do this, it. we're going to do it. And then they see God move. 
They How had awesome. so many experiences like that. Uh, we had a man from way out of town mm-hmm. come and bring his wife at gunpoint. And he wow. said, he brought her to our, our door. It was about dusk. And he said, uh, she needs deliverance. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, he was the one that was needing yes, deliverance. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But before it was, uh, there was an all points bulletin out uh, for his arrest. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, we brought them in and uh, we did take her through deliverance. And uh, then we also said, would you like for us to pray for you? And he said, well, maybe I might need it too. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he got so set free. I mean, uh, it, it that really was a supernatural time that we prayed. And he got so set free that after it was over with Jack said, now we, I need to go and take you. We need to turn your, you need to turn yourself in. Yes. And uh, so anyway, he took him to the police station. Well, the police looked at him and said, you know, there's nothing wrong with this guy. This must have been a false report. And they let him go. They let him go. <laughs> God's grace again. I we love it. see. I love it. Well, Peggy, it has been such a wonderful opportunity to visit with you again. I know that we're going to have you again on the program because you have so much to do and so much to say. Do you have one more testimony you want to share for us? I have one more testimony. Okay. Okay. And uh, I, I do want to share this one because it's from Cedarif, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had the privilege of really speaking to a lot of the residents there in uh, uh, Cedarif. Uh, to hear their story. But there were 52 Sea Drift residents, and they went into World War II, mm-hmm. and they were stationed literally all over the world. Some of them were in Europe, uh, South Pacific, the mm-hmm. Far East. And in spite of the fact now that hundreds of thousands of American soldiers lost their lives mm-hmm. uh, on, on those battlefronts, not one Sea Drift soldier was killed. Not wow. one. And wow. this was their story. There were some intercessors, and they decided to put up a bulletin board They put the pictures of all 52 uh, of their young men, and every morning they met and they prayed Psalm 91 over them. And there was a Fanny uh, McCown. She had five sons. They were literally sent all over the world. Mm -hmm. One of them was in the Pacific Islands. Uh, Another one was in the Air Force in Europe. He he flew on Mm D-Day in the Normandy invasion. One of them was in the Philippines. One was in England. Another one in France. And every one of her sons, all five, she would go out into her smokehouse and they said that they could hear her crying out to God Mm -hmm. and, and quoting Psalm 91. They all came home safe and sound. But it didn't quit there. Their grandson, uh, one of the guys, had a grandson, and he fought in Iraq. Mm. And after we got the story, he came to see us, and he said, I want to be a part of this ministry. So he's a part of our How exciting. Yes. You know, from generation to generation, God's promises follow is that is so amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. I loved being with you And today. thank you so much for being on our program today. For more information about Peggy, her books including Psalm 91 Military Edition, or to schedule her for an event, visit PeggyJoyceRuth.org. As we conclude our program today, we remember our veterans this week as we celebrate Veterans Day this Saturday, November 11th. If you have a veteran in your life, don't forget to say thank you for their service that allows us the freedom we have in our country. The Network Live sends out a great big thank you to every American soldier that has laid their life down to serve our country. God bless you and God bless the United States of America, one nation under God.
thank you so much for being with us today. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of the network live, visit knelradio.com or find our podcast on iTunes and podbean.com. To follow more news, insights, and stories, follow the network live on Facebook. If you would like more information about being a guest on the Network Live, contact us at thenetworklive.org. The Network Live will be back next week at 10 a.m. right here on KNEO Radio 95.3 FM and KNEOradio.com. I'm Debbie Rule. Thank you for listening today.